Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, conmen, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Ziplining across a vast valley, roasting s'mores beside the lake, whitewater rafting, relaxing beside an ocean view pool. Well, trying to at least. There are lots of great things to dream about doing in South Carolina. So when you're ready to visit, South Carolina is ready to make those dreams a reality. From a classic road trip to a relaxing weekend getaway, South Carolina is open for discovery. Start planning today at discoversouthcarolina.com. I think we should start out by talking about your birthday, but we won't talk about it for very long. Why do we have to talk about my birthday? So I was supposed to say happy birthday, Adam. Okay. First rule about Adam's birthday. Don't talk about Adam's birthday. birthday. We're done. (laughs) Oh, no, you can talk about my birthday. It's fine. Happy birthday, man. Thanks. It was good. Where's the cake? We owe so many people so many cakes. <laughs> so we we the had cake quite literally is a lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. It's just a it's a MacGuffin. Yeah, everything Look revolves around like getting cake. So we're yeah. two Twitter followers away from four hundred. Our fourth cake. <laughs> so fourth cake that, and then we still owe cake to all our coworkers. Our coworkers. Oh and yeah, now cake for my birthday. That's six cake. We're six yeah. cakes in. So when was your That's birthday? One six pack of cake in January. No, oh, seven so cakes. seven cakes. And your birthday is October? November. November. So, yeah, we're a ways off. We should try and get our cake count down before my birthday. So, completely random. Well, not really random. So, in our office, in case you don't, people that are listening realize, we work at a radio station. We do. And uh, since we're such a large-ish business, we celebrate birthdays once a month for everybody born in the month. And I was just walking past the front desk, and whoever's birthdays happen that month, they get input into what kind of cake we get. And uh, our coworker Lester said, input. well, he asked me what kind of cake I wanted. I was like, let's just hire a guy to come in here and make fresh crepes for everybody. Holy hell, and he is that went, happening? He went, that's a good idea. That's really, <laughs> that's different. How much do you think? That, that's a good idea. So I think we might have crepes the third week of June. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into it. My favorite one was the one they were like, we don't really like cake. Can we just get fries? And they went and bought fries from like... Three or four different places, and we just had fries. When did that happen? It was because I was not here for that. Yeah, you. Well, you might have missed it, but yeah, I don't. Oh. It was. I'm trying to remember her name. Yeah, yeah. I think it was her idea. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. I didn't get any potato cake. Yeah, potato cake's awesome. <laughs> I, like the, I like the month we get carrot cake. Mm, I love carrot cake. Big carrot cake fan. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, <laughs> the cake cast. <laughs> it's the cake where cast. we don't bite cake, we bite me. Ah! Oh, you're funny. Look at you. <laughs> uh, it's the Bite Me Podcast, episode 30. 30. Dirty, dirty, 30. Yeah, but I'm 40. 
Ooh. Yeah. So Adam, for the next five months, is the oldest. I mean, he's always the oldest person here, but like numerically, he is older than everyone for five months. And that's when you're... And then I'll catch up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... How is 40? Is 40... Uh, cause I'm, I'm, not- I'm really tired right now. I want to go take a nap. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> that happened when I hit 30. I'm like, why do I need to sleep like eight hours a night now? It's tough. Right. <laughs> so today is our dirty 30... But today is also the 10th anniversary of Adam's Dirty 30. Dirty 30. There you go. It's my filthy 40. Oh. That sounds gross. It's real gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm Adam West. I'm Cliff Johnson. And I'm Dylan, also known as Adam East. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm really going to push this. It's not going to happen. But I'm to your east. I know. Stop trying to make east happen, Dylan. Stop trying. It's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. Uh, so... That's- I heard this thing was going on this week. I think it's called E3. Yeah, there's some three E's. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Are we? Not today. No, we're not. Oh, look at that. We're not talking about any of that. We'll talk about that later. Yes, we've got... We're talking about other crap. We're going to tease. That was terrible, Adam. We're going to do an E3 special podcast. (gasps) Yay. It's going to be long and involved, and we're going to talk E3 things, because quite frankly, like we could have talked about it now, but... There's still stuff coming. There, there's still stuff coming, and it's it's really too much for one podcast. Yeah. So you kind of have to let it marinate. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, holy crap, it's been amazing so far. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't mean we don't have anything to talk about because we do. Uh, Destiny Two PC news. Uh, I saw that. I'm very excited about Me that. Me too. Uh, beta dates have been announced for that. Uh, Sony exclusives and blah 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 blah. Uh, the sequel, the follow up to Alto's Adventure, mm-hmm. is on the way and it looks awesome. It's called Alto's Odyssey, and we're going to talk about that. A game called Undertale coming to the PS4 and Vita. I know nothing about this. Undertale, just as a tease, for a while was the highest rated game on Metacritic ever. Really? <laughs> oh, that's fun. And it's really weird. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, of course, our questions. We've got a question from Kevin this week, and it uh, looks like from Ryan. Where's Vinny? I don't know where Vinny is. I asked him earlier. Vinny. Yeah. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Watch it. Watch it. can get on this while we're recording. Yeah, maybe you can letting maybe him maybe know. Us, yeah. It's going to pop up in the middle of our uh, thinger. It's all right. He's on. And of course, uh, Cheap Free Games and our Troll Corner. Yes. We will do that. But first, we start with what we're playing. Nice. Who's going first? Uh, go ahead, Adam. It's your birthday. Okay. Uh, so I'm playing The Witcher 3. Mm, so am I. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's a, I got up to the first kind of boss-ish fight, which is that griffin, mm-hmm. I think. Is it, and I'm, am I, I I'm not playing the expansion, am around I? me. Uh, that's not the expansion. That's that's the no, yeah, original game. Like, the expansion starts at, like, level 25. Okay. So, yeah, I right. wasn't sure because there was a whole scene where they were you were answering questions about stuff you'd done in your past. Oh, interesting. And I didn't know anything that I was answering, so I don't know if I just randomly walked into some yeah, other no, thing. It'll, it'll warn you. And yeah, they're like level 25 questions. Okay. So. The griffin's uh, name Peter? No. No. I right. carry that griffin's head around in my bag because it like gives me a buff. It's oh, great. does it really? I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's hanging out on the, side horse, of, it's hanging yeah. on the side of my horse. Yeah, which yeah. your horse's name is Roach? Peter? Yes. Why? I don't know. That's the weirdest thing. It is. Bad name. But um, it's a really cool game. I'm not into the, the whole crafting and alchemy stuff, so I'm just going to hopefully find places to buy all that crap pre-made, because yeah. I don't have time. You might get into it, too. Who knows? Yeah, I'm, I've never. That's never. been the one system that I've never uh, been into in any game. I, you know, the funny thing is, is I get into it in some games. Like, like crafting in Zelda, I'm like, Bleh. That's the only one that I... And the only reason I do it there is because that's really you the only to, way yeah. to get stuff. But, like, in Skyrim, I was like... 
I did all the crafting. <laughs> I'm like making my clothes. I'm making my weapons. I'm like <laughs> making soul shards. Same thing in WoW. I love mining and crafting in WoW. So really? I don't know. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I haven't gotten into it. Give me one weapon yet. that doesn't break and I'm good. <laughs> You're good. Uh, so I'm doing that and I really like it. I played a little bit more of the Bioshock Remastered. And it's, it's I have good. to do that in doses because it just scares the crap out of it's me. It's a scary game. Like yeah. you forget about how scary and like how like when you go to fight a big daddy like it's not only scary but like you you amp yourself up because those fights are hard Mm -hmm. you know that's why i'm going to do all i can to not have to fight a big daddy Mm because you can get through the whole game without having to fight a big daddy oh really i thought you had to kill them to get the little sisters you don't if you don't harvest the little sisters oh but don't you have to like keep them with you or something you don't have to harvest them it's interesting i thought if you didn't harvest them you did something else to them instead I don't know. The it's last, been like five, it's six years. It's been 10 years that, since yeah. I've seen anybody play it, and I've not gotten to a Big Daddy that I have to fight yet. So no. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Um, for funsies, because I saw the new Burnout game was announced from uh, Ubisoft. Is that who does? Uh, Is there a new Burnout game? A need, oh, it's a new Need for Speed, need for speed. game. It yeah. just looks like a new Burnout game. Yeah, okay. Because it's a car game. So you got Welcome to the cars. Jungles? Yeah, so I was like, I need to play some more Burnout. <sighs> Uh, Burnout Paradise on the PS3, which I looks... I love that game. It's, it's great. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love it. And I finally finished... Well, I didn't finally finish. It only took me two sit-downs. Uh, yeah. Oxenfree. Yeah, not long. No. And um, I don't know if I feel as strongly about it as you do. I, I'm very sure you don't. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It was a perfectly fine little story to play through. Yeah. Um, and if you've got... Three hours and five dollars. Yeah, it's twenty normally. So yeah, pick it up so while it's on sale. Is if it you st- want it's it. still on sale through. So. God, I yeah. think it's still through today. Actually, yeah. so it, the Gog sale goes through the twentieth. Twenty. Okay. So, so yeah, if you've got five bucks and you want a cool little narrative story that has some replay value, because mm-hmm. once you go through it once, there's an, a, a plus version of the game you can do. Um, and I'm going to do it again. There were some weird bugs that I ran into that I ended up looking online to figure out because I'm like, what is, why am I stuck on this yeah. or why is this marked off already? And it turns out there are bugs. It's so funny because I ran through it just 100% perfect. That's crazy. So, and we got the same ending. Yeah, we did get the same ending. It's it's a good game. And the new game plus, like, I, it's really smart. I don't know. I, I just loved the conversation in the game. I liked I liked a lot of things about it. So, yeah, the conversation... The conversation system was really cool. The voice acting was amazing. The story was actually really cool, yep. and it's definitely creepy. Yep. Um, and the sound design, whoever did the sound design for it, knew what they were doing. I want to find out, because like, in yeah. the credits, he's just listed as like whatever his... Hi, I'm like, Bill. Well, it's like his like, DJ handle or something. <laughs> it's like Skyhook. I don't, I don't know what it is, but, you know, like, his, his, he's not DJ Ted. Skyhook. He's, yeah, you know. Huh. So, but uh, super talented dude. But, yeah, so that's what I played, and... If you like, I said, if you got five bucks for Oxen Free, go do it. And you may as well do it now when it's five bucks instead of twenty, because yeah. it is. Uh, it took me three and a half hours, I think. So, and I don't think it's a twenty, or I don't think it's a twenty dollar game personally. I, I mean, I'd pay twenty bucks for it. I could see it being twenty dollars if you, especially if you were going to play the new game plus. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. also not a big fan though of. of yeah, mm. I mean, do you think it's not a twenty dollar game because of length? 
or just I don't, not worth twenty dollars. I don't think it's a twenty dollar game just because overall it didn't. Mm. See, it, it didn't. It I, didn't I feel completely. Yeah, yeah, I feel completely justified in spending Paying five dollars for yeah. it. I maybe even spend ten dollars yeah. on it. I'm trying but to remember 20, where I got it. Like I don't remember if I paid full price for it or not. But I uh, yeah, I totally paid twenty bucks for it. So. God, wasn't it wasn't in one of those big bundles? Was I don't it? think so. I think I bought it. Like it's one of those games that like I just heard enough people talk about and describe it as, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's the game made for me. And so I may have just paid twenty bucks for it. But I don't remember. Oh, excuse me. I'm 40 and I'm old. My goodness. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that's what I've been playing. I got that to look Next. forward to. Dylan? Next. Uh, I played Overwatch, of course. Um, <laughs> the anniversary event's over. Guess how many skins, new cool anniversary skins I got. 11 200. Drum roll, please. Nice. Zero. I got zero uh, cool anniversary. How many skins. games do you think you played? I don't. Probably not enough to really be like. Because what the the drop but, rate's like? You know, we we know the drop rate now. So. Yeah, but <laughs> you didn't get anything. Yeah, that sucks. I feel like I really. I got one during that time. I got one legendary skin, and it wasn't an anniversary one. Ah. Um. You got to grind more, son. <laughs> I I literally have not got anything cool out of. Any drops playing That's funny. any Overwatch. And every time I get a le- the, the drops, I'm like, hey, these are cool. I don't know. I don't play this game enough to care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I finally got enough credits to buy a skin that I wanted. Nice. So I'm happy. I have my cool Torbjorn skin. I love Torbjorn. Yeah, he's like this little, I don't know, troll man. Who... He's like a little dwarf with a turret. Yeah, he's he pretty, has this he's real cool turret. Dope. He's real cool. He's probably one of my favorite characters. Got the, the Blackbeard skin, so I'm a pirate. Nice. Blackbeard and some turquoise garb. That's, That's pretty fun. cool. Um, I like it. Spoilers, there are so many good pirate games coming out. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> for sure. Some of the new maps are cool, though. So nice. I think it, was, it was a good time. Oh, I forgot. There was three new maps. I should have yeah. dropped in and played those. Oh, well. uh, I don't They're like gone the, now. the 3v3 elimination as much. It's way different. So yeah. it's like, it's such a, a tr- change from traditional 6 on 6 Overwatch. Yeah. But I just want my, what was the last thing they did? I loved that. Uprising. I loved Uprising. Uprising yeah. was my jam. So is... Overwatch, is it like a capture the flag kind of thing? No. No, but there is a capture the flag mode now after okay. one of the events that yeah. did it. It's, it's like 6v6, it's six, just, yeah, like you're escorting something capture the somewhere point, or, or escort the payload point or, or uh, yeah, defend the point. Yeah. So it could okay. be like a king of the hill type. Yeah. It's fun. But I like it. Okay. All objective based. No no deathmatch. There's no deathmatch. Well, oh. unless you play 3v3. Then it's elimination. It's not really deathmatch. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Whatever. What's elimination? You die once and you're done. You're done. It's survival. Oh. Gotcha. Which isn't, isn't Yeah, deathmatch, I guess, would be you'd come yeah. back and it would be who has the most kills. Yeah. yeah. So oh, there's okay. no, yeah, there's no score-based yeah. mode. Interesting. I wonder if that's something they'll add eventually. Like, um, I would think deathmatch would be really fun in Overwatch. I think they're doing it on purpose because deathmatch is how you get salty players. Uh, yeah, because Overwatch has death. such a delightful community. Anyway. <laughs> but imagine how bad it could be if people started caring about their kill-death ratio and... As opposed to just How caring. many more kills they got than you when there's all these characters that aren't based around Well, yeah, kills. but if they just made it... If they just made it... Yeah. If they just made it single-player deathmatch, then it wouldn't yeah. matter. Who cares? You know what yeah, I mean? I don't want to get... In. I... Ugh. Yeah. 1v1v, 1v1v, 1v1 elimination is not. <laughs> 1v1v, 1v1. I could see that. Like, it would be cool. To, I don't know if their maps are big enough for, like, a 32-player deathmatch yeah. or a 16-player deathmatch. I'm not sure. Yeah, if it was just a frenzy, then I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like But a, even then, some of the characters just wouldn't do anything. Yeah. They'd be useless. Yeah, because you couldn't have a healer. Yeah, what would Reinhardt do? Might be kind of He's an... just going to sit around with a shield, like... Yeah. Might be kind of an interesting... It would be interesting to see. Yeah. It would be a cool little event to see what 16-player deathmatch in an Overwatch map would look like. Yeah. I don't know. 
I'd try it. I want to play arms, though. I, I'm i still not sure if I want to play arms or not. I feel real dumb that I missed all of the arms yeah, I didn't demos. Get to play it, but and... it comes out this week. So... Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah. When? Friday. Friday. Oh, nice. The 20th? So... Yeah. Oh, snap. No. no. No, I'm sorry. It's like the 16th. Yeah, 16th. Yeah. Wow. But it's out this week. It's what happens when you get old. Like, you forget things. <laughs> it, just, it, was, it was just a... Adam was like... over the hill now. He was yeah. amazing yesterday. And then today, just everything went downhill. Who and, are you? I don't recognize. Yeah, right. I'm kidding. It's all right. <laughs> we'll walk you through this, Adam. It's okay. Yeah, Arms looks fun. I think I'll rent it. Like, I don't think it's a buy yeah. for me, but I'd like to try it. So, maybe, think, there's a demo? There might be. There might be. They might actually I want to say a there's demo a demo. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Otherwise... Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what... That first game is that Cliff's got on his list. Oh, all right. So is it my turn now? Pubga? PUBG. So uh, uh, Player Unknown's Battleground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you play it? I bought it. Oh. So we were, I, I don't remember if it was last episode or it. the episode before, but like literally we we're sitting here. My dad, like, I yeah. am to me, like, yeah. oh, have you heard about this this Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? I'm like, yeah, it looks great. We were actually literally just talking about it. And uh, like, as he I was left. Twitching it or something? Watching it on yeah, Twitch? Yeah, no, he read him. Let's remember he read an article in it about Wired. Wired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's been getting some like yeah, press beyond. It sold 3 million copies. So like, that's a huge amount of copies for some weird, you know. Kind of right. out of nowhere game, um, but he's. I'm like, yeah, you should try it out. I think you'd like it. It's the kind of game he he's good at and enjoys. He's like, nah, I don't know if it's really for me. I'm like, yeah, I've been kind of thinking about it too. I haven't decided if I want to do it. He's like, okay, here's thirty bucks. Try it. <laughs> and so my dad just like PayPal me thirty dollars. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a go. Well, there you go. And it's hella fun. Um, I've played. I have not played a ton of matches. I played maybe a half dozen. Um, and. I don't. I think we might have talked a little bit about how it works before, but literally, you start out in a plane with a hundred other guys or ninety other guys, and you yeah. fly over an island, and you choose when you want to pop out of the plane, and then you parachute down to a portion of the island that you think is going to be best or safest or, or whatever. You have literally only the clothes that you hopped out of the plane with, and you have to go to like buildings and find guns, and there's vehicles you can pick up, and there's armor, and there's health packs, but you have to go out and find them. Um, while not getting killed by the other 98 people on the ground. And then as you as you play, the map actually constricts. So it'll say, like, okay, you've got four minutes to get inside the circle. And then three minutes later, the circle will construct. Will constrict. And then they start doing just randomized bombing runs. So a bomber will fly over and they'll say, okay, you're inside this red circle. We're going to be dropping bombs there. And you may be okay or you may not be okay. Oh. You've got to decide, like, do I want to run out of this area to be safe or do I want to stay hunkered down and risk being blown up and then they'll constrict the map again and they'll constrict the map again and so do those random bombings happen all around just randomly they'll just like pick a circle and they'll fly over and drop bombs then they'll pick another circle and drive over and drop wow. bombs and and so like the whole the whole part of the game is really like do I want to go do I want to try and stay in cover and hope that I can defend myself against whoever comes in or do I want to take a risk and go cuz you you know as soon as they show you the circle they you know where the center of the map's going to be do I want to go further in do I want to stay where I'm at because eventually you're going to have to run to the center depending on where you are and so it's crazy I've, I I think the highest I've finished is 47 so i've outlasted oh well, that's not bad yeah, i mean a 50 percent. it's interesting too because like it lands and then because a bunch of people land in the same place it goes from 99 to 80 like real fast <laughs> and then that that other 25 or 30 just kind of inches down as people run for things or you know they they're in the same house mm-hmm. or and uh I, I don't know what happens after that because i've never lived that long <laughs> so what happens if 
you let's say you land and then boom, just headshot, you're gone. Then you just load into a new game. You go right into a new yeah, game, and just, then you get your stats for that last game when that game ends. Uh, you know, it tells you immediately what what place you are. Oh, so, yeah, okay. You were oh, you yeah, were 87 killed. That. It's it's very uh, Hunger Games, you know. Yeah, okay, <laughs> but Mother it's it's list. really fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm excited. It's coming to Xbox. It is coming so, to Xbox. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Um, later this year, but they're. I watched the PC gaming show at E3, and they're putting in new maps, which will be really fun because then they'll be. I think they said they have two or three new maps in the works, and you know, I think they've made enough money with this game that it's it's they're going to be able to support it for a while. So it's. Yeah. I I was a little nervous about it, but it's it's really fun. Can um, uh, so am I wrong? If can Xbox and PC can they probably share not multiplayer? I would guess just because okay. mouse and keyboard don't. Play well against controllers, um, okay. but uh, you can also play it though in teams. Mm-hmm. So you can. That's what I was wondering. Is yeah, there, you can is either do it as a team of two or a team of four. I believe. That'd so, be, I think that would be real fun. Yeah, I'm going to try and hook up with Vinny buddy. and uh, and play it. So was Vinny a player? Yeah, Vinny's a Vinny plays it. So it uh, it's it's fun though. I've really enjoyed it. So that's um, cool. Um, I played some more Destiny, obviously. Um, we'll Destiny's great. I finally hit level 40, working on my lot levels. Just like Adam. Yeah, just like... Level 40. Today. Level 40. Yeah. <laughs> my light level is dwindling really yeah. quickly, though. I'm very tired. Unlike Destiny, though, he can get to level 41 and 42. It's <laughs> more, right. more like, wow. Maybe it should um, take me a lot longer. Yeah. Um, no, it's just a cap here. <laughs> he just caps at 40. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> good. My mother-in-law capped at 30, so <laughs> she, well. you know... Um, but I played some more Destiny. I played some more Horizon Zero Dawn, which is amazing. I the other day I ran across like a hundred foot tall giraffe robot. It was absolutely I thought you incredible. sent it back. No, I ca- I should, but I still got it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I've had it since February when it came out. <laughs> I nice. really should just buy it. It would have been cheaper by now. Um, uh, and then I played a game called N Plus Plus. I saw you post. A video of that? Yeah, just it wasn't me playing it, it, but yeah, yeah, like a little. It's weird. It's It's, cool. It's really fun. It like the physics in it are insane. But like you're literally a stick figure. Yeah, there's no graphics to this game. It almost looked like Super Meat Boy meets like yeah, very similar Atari game. Yeah, Um, the physics are great, and the entire goal is just go from the starting point to this door you have to open, and you have to beat. The game has like 4,300 levels, and Um, there's a level editor, and there's a level editor. (laughs) Um, But you have to beat. It gives you like five levels and you have to be all five of those levels in under a minute and a half so it's just like bam 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 and some of them i mean some of them only take two or three seconds and if you die it resets that timer so so like if you're right at the very end of the last level and you die you have to do them all over again no so you only have to do the level you're on okay okay so but you have to be all of them within a minute and a half so i played through maybe i don't know 20 25 levels and it's for a little simple silly game um it feels so good. Um, cool. Real fun. I got it free a while back. I enjoyed it. Um, then finally, I'm in the middle of playing Rhyme. Yay! Which we've talked about a couple of times, I mm-hmm. think. It's this kind of gorgeous... We talked about the whole pricing controversy. Yeah, there was a the pricing oh, yeah, yeah. thing with the Switch, which they've kind of worked out. Um, I think we even talked about it a little bit before that, where it was originally a PlayStation game. It was going to be a PlayStation exclusive, and then PlayStation decided they didn't want it for whatever reason. Um, and then the developer actually bought back the IP from from Sony and did a multi-platform release. So it came out... Take that, Sony. Exactly. It yeah. came out maybe a week ago, I'm going to say. Um, Rhyme? Yeah. Uh, maybe two weeks ago. 
Yes, it hasn't maybe. been very long. Yeah, no, it's not been long. Um, but based on everything I'd seen about it, and I, I actually asked Adam the same question. Today. I'm like, what kind of game do you think this is? And he's like, oh, it's a, it's like a Zelda-like kind of exploration RPG game, right? And I'm like, no. But that's exactly what I thought, right. too. It's I think act- that's what a lot of people thought. Yeah, it's actually like a puzzle exploration game. Um, it visually shares a lot of things in common with um, The Witness. It has that, that, I don't know what it is that they share, but it really feels that way. It's just not as colorful. It's set kind of on this beachy, deserted island instead of a, um, I don't know, colorful garden full of strange puzzles. Um, (laughs) But literally the entire game is you kind of get to a place and then in order to proceed further, you have to figure out the puzzle that'll open the door next or put down a bridge next or, you know, whatever. And then you go through that and then it's another place where you've got to figure out what the puzzle is to get forward. And it's just puzzle, 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 puzzle. And the puzzles are just hard enough to make you feel really smart. Um, you, I, I've, I've been stuck on puzzles and every single time you just, you know, in your head, like it's not that I'm stuck. It's not that I'm dumb. It's just that I haven't found something yet. And you'll look around and sure enough, oh, I can climb up that thing <laughs> and that'll be, you know, where you get the key to unlock the door or, you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten to this room yet. And that's, you know, what you do or you haven't lined up the right things yet. And, uh, it's really fun. I actually, I streamed probably three hours, hours of it on our Mixer channel, and uh, a bunch of folks from the Discord channel came and hung out with us, and we had a real fun time. So cool. it was really cool. Um, I'm probably three and a half hours into it, and it's about a six-hour game, so probably finish it up maybe this weekend. Probably I'll probably actually do a live stream Friday or Saturday, so oh, cool. watch our Twitter, and maybe you can come hang out and uh, see Rhyme. So. Now, this game wasn't received super well so far. Yeah, it's, it had some good reviews and it's had some. Yeah, it's not been like the reviews. smash that everybody was kind of. But yeah. I'm not so much concerned about that because you like the game. People like the game. Some people don't like the game. That's oh, the yeah. game. But I wonder sometimes. Obviously, they didn't market the game as well as maybe they could have. Because if we thought, if everyone thought it was a you were getting game. into this kind of Zelda adventure game. And it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. Do you think people kind of just get turned off at it because they were going in expecting? I don't think so. Just because I've read a bunch of the reviews, and like, I mean, the game is interesting because the reviews are like between I'm going to say like the low 60s and 100. Like people either, I mean, and, and there's a lot in the mid 80s too. Like, and that's about its average is like I think it's an 85 on the the Xbox and like an 81 it's got like a on 90 the PlayStation. On Steam, though, so. Yeah. Um, I think that there are some people that just felt differently about it than I did. Um, the ones I read are like, oh, I got bored of all the puzzles or I got bored of, you know. You're playing a puzzle game. That's yeah. what I'm wondering. It's like people are playing this game well, and they're not. I don't think it's not necessarily. I I wonder if you're if what you're right, though, is, is that they because they thought it was a different kind of game, if they gave it to review the wrong reviewer. Right. You know, like they were expecting a, oh, yeah. you know, a Zelda-esque game and they would have been excited about that but aren't excited about right. Because if you get bored of puzzles, you shouldn't be reviewing yeah. a puzzle game because yeah. Yeah. that is not your wheelhouse and the at puzzles, all. I mean, it totally could just be me too. But if I was to give this game a numerical rating, I would say, yeah, it's in that like 85 to 90 range. Because no, it's not perfect. But uh, but if it sets challenging puzzles that you, yeah. you that are solvable, that sounds like a good puzzle game to me. Yeah, and, and, and I want to go play it now because like I like that. Maybe but. it's just six hours of that's too much too. You know, I'm about halfway through and I'm really enjoying it now. So maybe I'll just get like, oh man, another one of these. You know, for the next three hours. And there's it is kind of that inside kind of story where there's no dialogue. You're just kind of moving 
through this thing. It's kind of giving you an idea of a story as you do it. Mm-hmm. But there's no there's no cutscenes. There's no people talking. You're just kind of you're following this little f- cool fox, and you're following this guy wearing like a red cape. And uh, they just kind of tease you forward a little mm-hmm. bit. So, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. Did you ever hear of a game or play a game called The Talos Principle? I have heard of it, but I have not played it. So it was on sale on Steam. And I was like, I've, I've always wanted to check it out because mm-hmm. it was... It was the game that I thought The Witness was. Oh, sure. So it's you're on this island trying to figure out these puzzles and blah, 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 blah. Mm. So, and that's when The Witness came out. I'm like, oh, this is that game that I saw. Completely different game because yeah. this game's like, the Talos Principle's like three oh, years old. Oh, no, I have I know what you're talking about now. I've not played this still. So, but. yeah, but from what I understand, this is a really, really, really good along the lines of like The Witness or Rhyme kind of puzzly oh, platformer first person kind of thing. And it's pretty, too. It's really pretty. Yeah, no, I could get behind this. Yeah, so I've got it. I'll check it out. Nice. Yeah. Very and maybe nice. I'll play some rhyme at the same time yeah. to see if it Def- rhyme's worth it. Like yeah. 100% worth it. Okay. So and, and it is coming out on the Switch. It's not out yet, but it will be soon. So. Oh, I know cuz I went to I went to buy it. Yeah. Cuz I was like, "Oh, it's going to be out yeah, this time." Delayed. And I pulled it up. Nope, not here. Yeah. So it will be coming out, but I think it's uh, like a couple months from now. So Super fun. All right. Cool. Well, cool. That's us. And then we're now moving on to news. <laughs> news. <laughs> what do you want? News. News. Good news. I want good, good news. news. Good news. Good news. Yeah. So uh, is this just the Watchtower magazine now? <laughs> what is that? Bad news. You want the bad news? I don't want the bad news. No. Good news. You want no, sob stories? No. You want heartfelt kitties? I want kittens. I want cats. Puppies yeah. And kitties. yeah. I want cats wearing. Well, I have puppies helmets. and kitties for you because we're going to talk about how easy games can be. Oh, is that what we're going to talk about? Yeah, we're not talking about E3. Yeah, we skipped that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I played near. Uh, near Automata. Near Automatomatopoda. Automatopia. Um, near Automatopia. Um, that is not an Automatopia. It is, it is near one, though. Ooh. Anyway, um, I played this game. Oh, I finished it, I think, a week and a half ago. <laughs> and one of the things that I really liked about Near is that Near, if you wanted it to be, could be crushingly hard. Um, it was one of those, like, very Japanese. Dark Soulsy, where you know you could, you're fighting something, and then there's like a three different ways to dodge, and there's a block button, and there's a high attack and a low attack, and then you also have this little like dude who flies around with you that is a like as a gun that you control with your second stick. To I mean, it's one of those games where I think you need two like you know sets of hands, two sets of hands, and probably two controllers <laughs> to actually control everything. But the the thing the game does is like, hey, you don't want to do this stuff? Fine, don't. There's an easy mode that you and you control how easy you want it to be. You can say. I want the game to do the dodging for me, but I'll control the robot, or the game can control the robot, and I can do the dodging. Or you can just say, do all of it. And what it made the game, what it made it able for you to do in the game was play through the story, um, feel like you, it, it wasn't like turning on God mode, because you'd still get hit. You'd still, ha, you know, you'd still, you still die. You, yeah, can, you still, you still required die. some kind of skill to get through it. I'm not sure you could die, but you could still get hit. I don't know. I don't think I ever actually died in the game, but it was still, it still felt like that maybe you could die. You know, when you play in God mode, you're like, ah, I'm invincible. I can do whatever I want. Eviscerating everything. This felt like I still had to play the game, but I just didn't have to worry about having to replay these. Because, I mean, the game, you're fighting these bosses that are literally hundreds of feet tall. Like, some of the bosses, you literally, like, climb up, you know, oh kind of things. And they're they're robots, so a lot of them are, like, made of, you know, buildings. And, and so I never felt like 
I was invincible, but I also never felt like, oh my God, I'm dying again. Oh, I got to replay that boss battle again. Right. Oh, and so what it let me do is play through the game and enjoy the story and feel like I was actually impacting the game and the story, but without dying all the time. <laughs> um, and I, I finished it. I'm like, that's perfect. That is exactly the game I want to play always. Right. But but even if I don't want to play a game like that always, I want the option to turn on that mode. Like I I finished playing that and then I started playing The Last of Us. And The Last of Us <laughs> is so good and I love the story and like these little details that you just like pick out and you're like, "Oh, that's so perfect." But it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so bad at it. And I I try and be stealthy and then all of a sudden some horrible zombie creature sees me and all of a sudden there's 50 zombies running at me and I'm stabbing clickers in the neck and they're biting my face off and I'm like God, why couldn't there just be an easy mode to this game right. where I would not, you know, I still want to feel that that adrenaline rush. I still want to feel that like, hey, I'm really having to fight these things off. But maybe they just don't kill me. Maybe the game gives me a little, well, that's the a thing little about, help, you know? The thing about zombies is, I'm not sure if you know this, when they bite you, you die. <laughs> that's just how they go. But I mean, the thing is, is why couldn't on the easy mode give me another extra chance to kill the clicker or an extra two chances to kill the clicker. You know, I mean, some of those those things are just brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that have played, you've played it. Mm-hmm. The scene where you're hanging upside down, like trying to shoot, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love like, that scene. It took me like six tries to get through that because I just didn't understand what I was supposed to do. You are upside down, you were supposed to shoot them. Yeah, but if you're playing on an easy mode, you don't actually have to shoot the first six of them. Um yeah, right? You can actually just let them attack you and, like, fight them off and then shoot them, like, one-shot them as they fly away. But the clicker, oh. the last clicker that came in, killed me, like, five times because <laughs> I couldn't get the second shot off. To, you have to head shoot him. Mm-hmm. Head shoot him? Head shoot him in the head. Yep. Twice while you're hanging upside down, you know, dangling. And it's just not, it's just not easy. Like, easy mode on that game could have made the auto-aim stickier. It could have made it so I only have to shoot him once. It could have made it, you know, like there's there's just ways that it could make it easier to get through these games. For people that, I mean, I play a lot of games, you'd think I'd be good at them, but I'm really, really <laughs> not. <laughs> you know, and, and but I want to see, I want to see the story of The Last of Us. I really do. Mm-hmm. But like, I look at it and I'm like, oh man, I've got like 60% of that game left. <sighs> that means you're almost halfway through. I guess. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's good. It it's is totally good. It's, worth it. And it is. And it's amazing. I love, I was, I was telling, I think I was telling you about this. I was playing it the other day and uh, Ellie's hanging out with me and all of a sudden she starts whistling like really, really poorly. Yeah. And my character turns out and like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm trying to learn how to whistle. And I dead serious. I've had that conversation with my kid and I was just as annoyed <laughs> when <laughs> my kid was trying to whistle. He was doing it on a road trip when we were driving back to Utah from California. Oh, so, <laughs> you know, um, it's it's similar. Like zombie tell, apocalypse. Tell your kid road to trip. learn on his own time. Right? Yeah. But then like know. literally five minutes later in the game, like Ellie just starts like singing something and I'm like, oh my God, this is my kid. <laughs> yeah. And it just does such a good job of telling that story and making you feel like you know what you're doing. But Damn, it's hard. It is hard. Whew. Anyway, I want an easy mode on all games. And are you, you're playing Last of Us on I am easy. playing it on easy mode. I want an easier mode. <laughs> I haven't been that bad at a game to, like, I, I don't think. Like, I haven't really experienced that. Other than playing a game like Ninja Gaiden. Oof. 
Yeah. And in that case, it's like, yeah, I would love to play this game more, but at some, it, like, it, they just turned me off so bad that I never really had the experience to be like, switch it to easy. Yeah. But that's also, you don't play Ninja Gaiden. To because you want yeah, it Yeah, you're not playing it. But I mean, I don't think people play Nier because they want it easy, and yet it gave it, you that option. Yeah, and that's a weird game to do that because yeah. I don't think it had, like, Ninja Gaiden doesn't have the most compelling story, story. like The Last of Us. So that's not a game where you're going to say, I wish this had a game. You're just like, nope, this isn't for me. Like Bloodborne or something, like, where I experienced this game is too hard, and it's like, it had zero pull. Yeah. For me to want to get better, I didn't care if it was easier. It sucked to yeah. me. Like, that game is bad, and yeah. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I understand that, yeah, I mean, there are games that that is their entire game, the Bloodborns and the Dark Souls, are built around them being difficult. And they yeah. probably, I don't know if the story is compelling enough that you'd care, but in these kind of new story-based, like, I mean, there are so many games with just amazing narration and amazing stories I would just want to see the story, and sometimes I'm just not good enough to not get frustrated and and want to keep going. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been playing The Last of Us now. I mean, I got my PlayStation. My kid got it for Christmas. So, like, we're six months in, and I am, you know, 30% what the way done with The Last of Us, even though I recognize it, it's an amazing game, and that's because it frustrates me. And I definitely don't want to be... The, the difficulty to disrupt... The flow of a story. Mm-hmm, right. So if if a game is if you're dying in the same firefight like too many times for whatever reason, like that's going to take away because you're just yeah. not moving next to the next plot point quick enough. Yeah. And then like, okay, what was happening? What's going on? Like, yeah. I'm just doing this firefight over. Like, I can't die in a story. Yep. If I die, then the story's over. Like that doesn't even it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts two did a really good job of fixing that problem. Um, when you were fighting the bosses, if you died, I want to say twice in a row, you'd get into the third one and Mickey Mouse would pop up. You're like, hey, do you need some help? And you could then choose to a yes, I need help, or no, b I think I got this. And if you hit a, he wouldn't beat the boss for you. He'd just be that like extra helping hand that you might need right. to get past that boss. And if you said no, then you'd die again and you'd come back like, hey, you need help? I want to say that's almost like uh, Super Mario U mm-hmm. on the Wii U, where it's like, if you were having trouble getting through, or New Super Mario Brothers 2 or something, if you were having trouble getting through a level, Luigi would pop him and say, hey, do you need some help? And yeah. he'd rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And he would get in there and he would like go through the level. He would walk. It was very annoying and huh. slow. But he would get through the level and he would you would hit all the pertinent things. Yeah. That you needed. It just doesn't seem like it would be that hard to, if you die more than twice, to take you know all bad guys' hit points down by twenty five percent for three minutes. Yeah, true. or you know, there's just there's just so many options. I think that developers do to make this easy. It doesn't have to be as easy as near, but just right. like give me that like helping Extra hand when padding. I want to see the amazing story you've created, but just you know don't have the time or the want to you know get good. So you don't I don't get know. Good. Um, it'd be nice too if it could mask it at the beginning so you could turn on a feature similar to like some games have violence, Mm -hmm. like violence boosters or takeaways kind of, Mm -hmm. um, but to say, Hey, I kind of just want to enjoy this game. So it it masks it. So you're not like, you don't have Mickey Mouse popping up and saying, Hey, you're bad. You need help. But rather it just kind of does it. And you don't even notice that that was part of the game. Well, and so many games actually have that setting now of, of literally for the story, story, but some of them are just still too hard. Like I'm, I, and I mean, I think part of it is literally, I, I, God, I hate to say it, but I'm just old, you know, like I, my reflexes are not as good. I got through last of us just fine. Maybe you're not old yet. Maybe when did you beat it though? Four months ago? Yeah, three, see, four look at how much younger you were. I know, right? It's just the last 24 hours I've really gone <laughs> really downhill. downhill. <laughs> He's roughly my age. Yeah, you're so. over 40 now. It's yeah, yeah. Like, oh. Life is different now. But I mean, it's I, terrible. It's, uh, I think, 
part of it is really just that, though, that, you know, I'm a lot of modern games are different than the games that I've spent the last 20 years playing, Um, you know, and your reflexes are slower. And but I mean, at the same time, like the average gamer is like 37. (laughs) So, you know, so get with it, Cliff, I guess. I don't know. I I mean, the, the reality is, is like, yeah, just get good. But. I don't know. I play a lot of games. I don't need to get good at one of them. True. So I would recommend it though. It's a really good game. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat it. I'm okay. going to beat it. I just wish it was a little bit easier. Well, good. Anyway. Well, while you get good at that, I'm gonna finish drawing on my hand get here. <laughs> Adam spent a lot of time drawing on his shoe in his hand in the last five minutes. It you guys are fine. missing this. It's great. Yeah. Um, moving on to other news. Uh, because I'm sure we'd love to all hear Cliff talk about how bad he is at games. Jeez, right? Uh, so Destiny 2 is coming out, and there's a lot of uh, stuff to kind of cover about that. Uh, specifically, to start off with Destiny 2 PC news, we all thought nobody was going to see Destiny 2 on the PC until sometime next year. Mm-hmm. Well, that is a lie. Yay! Yay, it's going like to be... the cake. I know. <laughs> but this will actually be here, unlike the cake. Yeah, maybe. Um, Destiny 2 is coming out on PC October 24th, so it will be here this year. And... Uh, Xbox and PS4 ones got kicked up a day or two? Two days, yeah. Two days? Well, You don't see that very often, the game coming out sooner. I mean, it's two days sooner. Well, I'll take it. Okay. I just got this interesting email, though, that says, uh, on October 24th, Cake will also be released. So we're going to have trouble picking. I like Cake, but I also like Destiny. But I'm not yeah, going to play it on the PC, so I'll play, be playing it in September. So Yeah, exactly. I don't have to wait that month and a half. Yeah, the PC release, though, I, they've released a little bit of information on it at uh, E3, and it is going to have unlocked frame rates on the PC. Is so, that good? Yes. So that means, in theory, if you have a, a fast enough PC that you'll be able to play that game at you know however fast your monitor is, actually. So if you have a 144 hertz monitor, you'll be able to play that game at 144 frames a second if your PC can push it. But they're also that game's going to support multi-threading. So if you have, you know, a four-core processor with eight threads, you'll it'll actually be able to use all of those, which most games don't necessarily have multi-threading. So it's going to be able to, whatever monster PC you want to throw at Destiny, it will be able to keep up. So that's going to be a game that's going to be able to run at very high frame rates, 4K, 21.9 aspect ratios. They're really, this is not a, a like a crappy console port. This is going to be a very good PC I mean, they're telling us <laughs> that it's going right. to be a very good PC build. I guess we'll see on October 24th, but uh, that's pretty cool. That is very cool, and I'm not going to play it on PC at all. No, me either. No. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play it on the PS4, which means I'll be able to get, since I pre-ordered, did you pre-order? Not yet. No? Are you? And this is not your kind of game. I'd have to try it again. It Do sucked it. when it first came out, so I never played it again. Do oh, it. It's so fun. It's worth it. You know what? I'll give you my copy of The Taken King. I'll let you play it. Yeah. With the expansion. You can play it with me and my brother. It'll be fun. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, while supplies last. Offer ends eight thirty one twenty. Stay little chico, pitbull, Mister three hundred five. Better said, Mister Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, from negative to positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. 
State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, anyway, so the Destiny beta dates, though, I'm excited about that because I get to play early because I pre-ordered it. I was disappointed how short they are. Is that short? Five days? It's not Well, one it hour. doesn't look like five days. It looks like two days for the PS4. Yeah, so the PS4 is going to go July 18th to July 20. I think it's actually 21st. Okay. Um, and then the Xbox gets in a day later because... Marketing Xbox crafting <laughs> Um Yeah, so they'll get it 19th and 20th, but then the open beta starts on the 21st, so it's actually like the 18th through the 23rd, and then okay. the 19th through the 23rd. So gotcha, I was gotcha. just surprised how short it is, and I it sounds like it's actually just going to be the multiplayer stuff too, uh, Crucible kind of stuff, which isn't like a big thing for me. I'm not a big Crucible player. I mean, so. it'll it'll be nice to be able to get in and play in with a lot of the PvP stuff, that way you can get used to the new characters and how things yeah. move, if things are going to be moving or feeling any different than the first one, which... I can't imagine, imagine they would be, all that much. But there's new, there's new types yeah. and new stuff. And I don't know if... My guess is that that, like, levels you gain during the beta won't carry over to the actual game. But uh, who knows? I mean, we'll see. Gotcha. Um, but it'll be fun to play. Um, and then the PC is going to get a beta sometime in August. They haven't announced when yet. But, yeah, I'm going to pre-buy it. So I will... I'll, pre-purchase it before do it. July. Yes, um, please do. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and I'm going to get on the PS4, too. So. <gasps> yay. Oh, yeah. yay. That's lots of fun. Yep. So I'm going to probably actually Taking a nap Ace. over there, Dylan? Yeah, yeah. He's old. 23 or whatever. Um, the couch is not... It's not a comfortable couch. You, I would it's never sleep bad. on that couch. <laughs> never. Um, but I think that... Uh, yeah, I'm going to get on the, piece, the, the PS4. And I think, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but... You probably want to buy it on the PC, or I'm sorry, on the PS4, um, because of the next thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, because uh, Sony Sony exclusives, all this stuff till at least fall 2018. Oh, oh, that is 2018. Yeah. So, are these different maps or different? What What are so these? So, there's things? Uh, an exclusive strike that uh, is the Lake of Shadows strike, which will be exclusive. Um, there's the City Apex is an exclusive ship. Uh, the Borealis. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I said City Apex, but it's actually probably a city named Apex. Okay. Um, <laughs> is uh, an exclusive ship. Oh, I don't know. It's a ship named City Apex. I'm not sure what it is. It doesn't matter. That's fine. Um, there's a Borealis weapon, which is an exotic weapon that is going to be exclusive to the PS4, and then an exclusive PvP map, Retribution, that is exclusive to the PS4. Retribution. Yeah. Um, but I, the good news for this is it doesn't look like any of the expansions are going to be exclusive. I can't imagine they would do that. That Well, I mean, they did for this one, Rise of Iron. Like, Was that a PS4 only? Uh, well, I I think the PC or the PS... Uh, that other system, the Xbox, I think can get it now, but couldn't for a long time. Um, oh, Rise wow. of Iron may be... Or, I'm sorry, um, Taken King may have been an exclusive, too. So... Yeah, it's that's kind of crappy, um, mm-hmm. but you know, is what it is. I think there actually may still be Destiny stuff that is not available on the Xbox. Wow! So it looks like it's just stuff that's exclusive, which is better than expansions that are exclusive. Yeah, but you know, is what it is. I guess. Well, cool. Lots of Destiny stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Oh man, I'm. Have you you've seen the the E3 videos of it? Uh, no, I've not seen the E3 oh. videos. I just saw the stuff from their. Uh, it looks so reveal. good. It was on the, it? yeah, the, it was. They did it at uh, the PS4. Well, right. and I, I know we're going to talk about this during the the E3 episode, mm. but that game Anthem. Oh my god! Huh, right? That 
that's going to be an Xbox game for me. Yeah, well, it's going to be. It's it's not just an Xbox game though. No, it's, but it's going to be everything. I'm going to yeah. buy it on the Xbox. I guarantee. Yeah, it looks real, Amazing. real good. Yeah, uh, that's what so. I need is another like open world MMO ish. That's shooter. why I was so worried about t- starting Witcher because it's like yeah. I don't have 150 hours to yeah, finish yeah. a game. But the nice whatever. thing is though is like that's. It, I still haven't beaten Zelda. A, sing- <laughs> a single-player open-world game, like, you can play that for a half hour a week and play it for the next two years. Who cares? Yeah. But, you know, an open-world Destiny-style game, which Anthem is, like, that's a game you're playing with your friends, so you got to stay kind of up with them or yeah. else you end up with that division problem that we had. So, Erg. Anyway. Well, cool. All right, moving on to our next order of news and business. So one of my favorite mobile games of all time uh, is Alto's Adventure. Mm -hmm. It is such a great time suck. It's relaxing. You've played it, Mm -hmm. right? You've got it. I love it. I've bought it. I played it on my Apple TV. I play. Yeah, I played it on my Windows PC and my Android phone. Yeah. And on when I had an iPhone, I played it's it there literally too. like the first game I put on every iOS device I get, and it you know I don't play it all the time, but yeah. totally just kick it open every once in a while because it's super fun. Well, the uh, the developers have a new uh, game, a sequel to it. It's called Alto's Odyssey. Nice. Is this any relation to Homer's Odyssey? Yes. Um, maybe because it's kind of deserty. I don't know if Homer was in the desert. No. No. Close. The Odyssey was a. Yeah, kind was of it Greek? Greek. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, sorry. anyway, I'm sure there's a desert there somewhere. Probably, Probably not. Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, so it's interesting because Alta's Odyssey trades snowy mountains for uh, desert stuff. Yeah, and it looks really cool. Um, yeah. It looks like there's going to be some new like mechanics, like some grinding and uh, you know just some, some new stuff. But, I mean, frankly, I'll just play that game in a different location. Do you think you're collecting camels instead of... Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Right? That would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. Humps. Yeah. It looks just gorgeous. And I mean, I, like I said, I'm willing to play anything those guys throw at me. And the, the music... I, I God, I hope the music is kind of the same. Just or that at least, zen kind of... Yeah, almost they, like it's just there. Yeah. And when they introduced like that zen mode um, where you could literally just... You can't crash. You crash, just could go on die. forever. Like, I was so down with that. But it doesn't, we have no idea when this is coming out. Um, I'm not seeing any dates. I thought it was, I don't know if there's a date, but I think there's like a time frame. A time frame, I want to say. So, yeah, I don't see it. Oh, maybe not. Oh, well. Anyways, it's this year. It's definitely this year. Well, that's good. So, I am very excited about that. Cool. Be looking for that. Um, coming to the PS4 and Vita, you'll have to explain this to me because I you said it was one of the highest rated titles. Yeah, it's this wacky, like, you should go watch a video of it because it's super, super 8-bit. Um, made by this one guy, and it's one of those, like, games that the entire idea behind it is, you know, deciding whether you want to do a pacifist run or a non-pacifist run or a mix between them. It's got this weird, like, bullet hell fighting mechanic, but it's a role-playing game. Like, you almost can't, you almost can't explain Undertale without, like, watching a video of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it on the PC. I actually played it on my Mac. Um and it's just this wacky game where you're a kid that like falls into this underworld through kind of a portally looking thing and you just interact with all these different characters and the choices that you make and how you really the choice of how you proceed in combat whether you actually kill people or not depends on how the story goes but it's it's just in 
incredibly unique. Like, there's no way to describe the game except that it's incredibly unique. But yeah, for for a short time, probably a week or two, it, it held the highest Metacritic rating ranking of any game ever. Oh wow! Um, and I think it settled in at like a 92, so it's in the top 25 rated games of all time. Wow! So, but it's weird. It's super super weird. Um, but very very enjoyable. So, um, I don't know if I'm going to say it's going to make a great PS4 game, but it'll make a terrific Vita game. Um, it's perfect for for that format. But I mean, I played it on my laptop on my MacBook Air, so it doesn't doesn't require a lot, but uh, it's really fun. It's really fun. On to our first question of the show from Kevin S. Would you like to read me the question, sir? I would love to read the question, sir. I appreciate it. <clears throat> I'm old. I can't see the screen. So, so formal here now. <laughs> so is there a game announcement that you were sure was coming at E3 this year that just never came? That's very that's a very sad that, ending that to that. Was like it made me almost cry. Um, yeah, there was for me. How about do you want to, anything for you? No. Yeah. Every like there's like my eyes lit up at, at some of the announcements. So I'm like I am a I'm a happy camper. Oh geez. When they, when I watch the Xbox announcement, they're like 22 unannounced exclusives. I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I sit here and watch, let it wash over me. I've not even watched all the presentations. Uh-huh. I've just kind of because I've just the last yeah. week has just been nuts. So it's like trying to keep up with that and life and things. It's no. Yeah. But when I saw the Ori, oh right. I, and I didn't expect that at I, all. Nobody yeah. expected that, I don't think. Yeah. So that made me happy, but I Yeah. So I wasn't expecting that, but they did it. Yeah. So the one that I was really hoping for, um and it was mostly just because I saw it and I wish the sad thing is I don't remember what it's called. Um I know, right? Such I've, a I've great been game. looking it up and I can't it's got a really stupid name though, unfortunately. So what do you do? Um it's a game made by Square Enix and it's coming out for the Switch. They showed it during like the Switch launch. Event, oh. Like in October, I want to say, um, and it was this gorgeous, like pixely uh, role playing game that had this like awesome depth of field effect. And I wish I could remember what it's called. And it's got a really dumb name, which is why I can't. And I was really hoping to hear more about that because even even it's, at the launch event, they didn't talk about it. It's not I am Setsuna. No, it is not. It's like I said, it's got a really strange name. Um, I could probably go back in our show notes. And it had it out. like that bravely default art style. If I and it had kind of like a name that was silly like that. It's one of those very like Square Enix, you know, something the something colon the something else kind of thing. But I just can't remember what yeah, it's called. I, I totally remember. Right? I, had I just remember movie. watching that trailer over and over again. They released maybe like a 30-second, you know, kind of gameplay-looking trailer. And, and really, I just wanted to hear more about that or, you know, hey, it's coming out in 2018 or whatever. And it just, they completely skipped over it. Um, the Switch, the East 3 Switch presentation overall was just kind of a wham-bam 30 minutes long. I mean, the Xbox One was, was an hour and a half and Switch was 30 minutes. It was like, it wow. ended, I'm like, oh. Oh, it's done. So I didn't get to see that, and you know, you didn't get to see a lot of things. Yeah, so. but they showed off a lot of good stuff. They did. Though, so. They really did. So that was that was it for me. Uh, and you anything? sure it was a Square Enix game? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'll uh, I'll I'll do some searching while you guys. There's Voz Voez. No, it wasn't that. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't have a. There wasn't anything that I was expecting because I'm just I, yeah. so excited about everything that is coming. Yeah, I was just yeah. excited about everything they were. I, I knew can't was say I happen. was sure of anything coming, but I would have liked to see a couple more Switch games that might have been Super Mario Maker coming to the Switch. Oh, or I agree. Super Smash Bros. being updated for the Switch, like they. I mean, we like we just had the announcement for the Pokemon tournament mm-hmm. or whatever. Like these, some of those games that 
are at the we're at the end of the Wii U's life. Just need to get over to the Switch. Yeah. If it had a little bit bigger library, I mean, the, the, obviously you still can't buy these, but it still needs a stronger lineup of games, and that could easily round out um, the Switch's library. Do you and, think that? Do you think that might hurt? Nintendo though in the long run if if the if they just drop a ton of games on the Switch that was that were that are just rehashes of games on the Wii U do you think that could hurt at all no because no. I think that's what Nintendo's always done not only do I think <laughs> they have a history of it but at the same time like uh, they thirteen million people bought a Wii U <laughs> and right. so like already they've sold through like the the sell through numbers for the Wii are like they've already reached 20% of that. They've sold almost 3 million. And so there just weren't that many people that owned a Wii U. And so I think that there are a lot of people that played those games. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But I mean, I think Mario maker, it's crazy to me. Like my kid still carries around our Wii U playing Mario maker. (laughs) I'm like, wouldn't you like to play something? I was like, no, this is cool. I'm like, all right. So I mean, and I think it's games like that though, that it's not every game. It's, it's super Mario maker. It's, Super Smash Bros. And if they have, if they're going to do a new Super Smash Bros., then no, don't, don't bring Super Smash Bros. up. Just give us the new one. If that's what they're planning, cool. Mm-hmm. But if not, um, it'd be nice to see that. Or uh, another, a couple more Nintendo IPs would have been nice too. Yeah. A Pikmin or a, I don't know, something, something. Any, anything. Yeah. But no, I don't disagree. But they've been doing a lot of these directs, so I'm not going to just hold it to a Medi three. I'm sure we'll see. Yeah, couple, we'll see some couple more things. So. Yeah. No, did they show? Did they have a uh, Last of Us? Any kind of? No, nothing showing? of the Last of Us either. That's another one that I was. Kind so of that's in. then I'll say that that's the one that I was really expecting to hear a lot more, like a final kind of release or something. I was surprised there was not a Death Stranding one either. Um, I really fully expected them to be pimping that at least once a year until 2019 and is that the is that the silent hill guys no. uh, or is yeah, that yeah, yeah. the yeah kojima okay yeah yeah yep. cool um, and he announced beforehand that uh, there wasn't going to be and i not only did people think like oh sure there's not going to be um but uh there just wasn't you know right. <laughs> like and everyone was surprised although they did do that with beyond an evil 2 uh beyond good and evil 2 they totally did one of those so it looks real good yeah Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question, sir. <clears throat> <laughs> Prepare. I won't use the term console wars because, honestly, I hate hearing it. But do you think Microsoft did what they needed to do to get back in the spotlight more than, let's say, last year's E3? Yes, the console will help. But as far as exclusive content, maybe, is this the confer- conference that's going to get more people interested in? Xbox. That question comes from Ryan T. Yes. From Ryan T. Both these guys are fine people that hang out in our Discord all the time. Yes. We love them. Uh, do you think Microsoft did what they needed to do to get back in the spotlight? Holy hell yes. Okay. My Xbox fanboy. Yeah, but th- but it's not just me either. Like I, I saw a survey this morning where they did like they measured fan reaction to uh all three of the the well, no, it didn't include the Nintendo, but it included like all the big ones up until then. And the Xbox reaction, just based on measuring social media, measuring buzz, mm-hmm. was four times bigger than the next closest, which okay. was, was PlayStation. It was an hour and a half of just bam console exclusive, bam console exclusive, bam. I mean, it was incredible to watch. Now Absolutely were these to watch. were they? So Ori obviously was a console exclusive. 
And, and by I guess even by exclusive, I mean console exclusive or Win Ten exclusive. Right, right, right. right. So or, or not play anywhere. None of them were Win Ten exclusive, but yeah, they're play anywhere titles, yeah. so you can play them either way. And, and like I've said before, Microsoft does not care where you buy them. They, right, they right. get the money anyway. So, so what are some of the games that are big draws? We'll talk what about it in our R3 thing, but they all look amazing. Do they? Um, but also the hardware looks incredible. Um, it, right. But I mean, really, it, you know, for me, it was just the presentation. The If you watch the, the PlayStation presentation, there wasn't even clapping. The crowd sounded like they were asleep. It was crazy how non-involved the crowd was. Um, so like from a just straight up answering the question, you know, was it enough? Yeah, I think it was. The hardware looks incredible. Um, the games look incredible. And, and I mean, at the same time, too, like I – everyone keeps talking about exclusives and – do we have enough of them? And and I would make the argument that people need to stop thinking about that because exclusives right. are – I'm, I'm going to say this in a very serious way. Exclusives are not gamer-friendly. Um, the only person that wins with exclusives are console manufacturers. And so right. by saying we want more exclusives, you're saying I want – someone else to fail (laughs) you know if every game came out on every system and was judged by how it ran on that system you're way better off than saying i want to artificially create this thing that only me and my people have and that's just stupid so that's fair um yeah i don't know are are you you're obviously gonna buy an xbox oh hell yeah day one are you i don't know if i mean I'm not sold on it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what I do like about this is how easily this might have been a, oh, we have a new Xbox. Instead, it was, we have games. Mm-hmm. And I agree. What creates game buzz is not going to be new hardware at this point. It's going to be games. Yeah, I mean, th- that was literally the, the thing. They like talked about the hardware a little bit and then went, bam, into 22 exclusives and literally just ran... One after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other, for 40 minutes. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. And then showed a huge lineup of third-party games, too. Um, some of the third-party stuff looks really cool. But I guess it's been weird. It almost felt like for a while at some point, I mean, we've had a lot of games recently, mm-hmm. but it almost felt like games were secondary to this whole, like, 4K thing. Mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the last person that jumps on the 4K. Cause do you I not have a 4K TV? I, we do. I do in our our main room, but I don't care about the yeah. higher resolution because hardware is to the point now where games look great on a 1080p yeah. television. It's like I agree. You can't. There's not going to be much farther that you can honestly go. Right. Um, similar to when I go watch some newer movies, and the special effects are so good now that they look bad. Yeah. Uh, I was just watching, like, a making of Jurassic Park the other day <laughs> when they were showing how they did that in the early 90s, how they made these, like, photorealistic dinosaurs. We, of course, have never seen a real yeah. dinosaur or a photo of one. Um, but, like, that is what a dinosaur... Like, we think that's what dinosaurs look like because of this movie, and that will never probably be achieved again. Yeah. Um, and that was years ago, and to me, special effects look cheesy now. Yeah. Um, so at some point... And they just don't age well either. They, and um, I just... I don't need more resolution and higher quality graphics anymore because I've played... Like, these games are going to age much better than 
games of the nineties or two thousands. Nearly um, and the early, nearly everything does. <laughs> like in the in that that early three D generation is bad, but right. this stuff's gonna keep. Um, so when I see new hardware that says we do four K now, it's like I literally don't care. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be it's great for VR, right? Because you need mm-hmm. to have that extra resolution in VR, but. And I would say to what like I think the 4K is important, and if you have a 4K TV, obviously there are benefits. But I mean, Adam and I were talking about this earlier. Like the difference between watching a HD stream and watching a 4K HD stream and watching a 4K Blu-ray maybe is noticeable, maybe. Um, but it's going to be very like pixel, you know, looking at a magnifying glass. I mean, yes, there's a difference. There's a hundred percent a difference. But does it really, really, really matter? Right, when you're eight feet away from it, yeah. looking at the screen, you're not. It's not. Yeah. there's not a difference. And I think it's amazing that the 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 X will, in theory, be able to support true 4K at 60 frames a second. Like that's amazing. But is that really hugely different than the PlayStation Pro being able to push checkerboard 4K at 60 frames a second? No, no. You know, it's yes, it's going to. It, I'm almost almost more excited about the fact that the Xbox has enough headroom in it to be able to increase frame rates. It's going to be able to... You're not going to be stuttering in places. Um, you're, uh, it's going to take old games and make old games look better right. because it can do all these new filtering techniques. And, you know, and I mean, quite frankly, I'm super excited about uh, original Xbox games coming to backwards compatibility, too. So Original Xbox games? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you those know... Those are going to look when, amazing. Uh, I'm kidding. No, but, <laughs> but, you know, there are just some games you can't play anymore. Like, the, the one they really touted was Crimson Skies, and that game was incredible. But they're going to look better too because right. of this new, you know, new filtering techniques and new whatever. So I mean, they're going to be part of Play Anywhere too, or not Play Anywhere, um, Games Pass. So you know, I, overall, I was extremely impressed with the presentation. And quite frankly, I think what makes that presentation impressive is ninety percent Phil Spencer. Like that dude mm-hmm. has such a presence on stage. He feels so natural, and he feels like. He doesn't feel like a CEO of anything or a president of anything. He feels like a dude that you'd go play multiplayer games with and have a beer. You know, he's just, he seems cool, you know? So I was very impressed. Nice. All right. Awkward pause. That's that. Okay, thank you for the questions. <laughs> uh, I guess I was actually just holding out, hoping that Vinny was going to drop a message in our box, but That's nothing. all right. No if, that's okay. How about we say this? If Vinny might get us one for E3, we'll see. Yeah, we might have one for that. All right, moving on to cheap free games. Uh, what is this Humble Bundle digital ticket? It's some weird... <laughs> Vinny just asked if we have a question. Um, <laughs> it is just a wacky bunch of stuff that's only lasts as long as E3 does. So it, right now you can get, like, the big game in this is probably Hacky Zack, which um, came out maybe a month ago that's supposed to be super fun. But it's just a literally ton of uh, games you get through this Hundo Bondo for real cheap. And, I mean, it's like, I don't know, how many games are in this? 18? A lot. It's a ton. Uh, and so 15 bucks you can unlock all of them. But a lot of it's like Twitch crates and Amazon credits. And it's just a big E3 promotion they're doing. So if you if you like cheap PC stuff, go check this out. It looks like there's a PS4 game on here. Really? It's just a bunch of, just Dreadnought a bunch of stuff. Dreadnought Fleet Recruitment Pack. Yeah, so there's all, there's all sorts of things. Huh. 
This is all fun. All of the things. All of the things. A lot of Steam keys, blah, 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 blah. That's cool. Uh, the good old game summer sale is still on. Yes, through the 20th, I believe. Nice. So when you listen to this, you'll have a few days to take advantage mm-hmm. of that. Uh, what is Alan Wake? Alan Wake's American Nightmare. So Alan it's Wake... game with the flashlight. It is the game with the flashlight. <laughs> so it's a, kind of a story-driven... Um, detective game. I actually have not played it, but I did buy it the other day yeah, it's because like a mystery. Yeah, the original Alan Wake um, for licensing, music licensing reasons, actually is no longer available for sale digitally anywhere. They had to pull it off of Steam because they had songs in it that they could only license for a certain amount of time. Oh no, um, it's really sucks. the craziest thing. Yeah, ever. yeah, but they wanted to use actual music, and so there, there's licensing terms that goes along with that. So they pulled Alan Wake off the store, but uh, this is the I don't know if it's the sequel or the um, the an expansion for it. I'm not 100% sure what it is, but I do know that it's free if you spend $10 on the Good Old Game Sale, which I did, and so they sent me a copy of it. I did, too. I've got a link for that. <laughs> yeah, so I did, too. Make sure to redeem that. I think it expires. Ooh, so, I need to do that, then. Yeah. Did we ever talk about that music licensing thing on the podcast? I don't think so. I'm uh, just kind of curious. Are they going to be able to just like switch out the music and nope. say... They said that the music is super intrinsic to the storyline and there's other like technological reasons that they can't. I mean, this game's also like five or six years old, so it could wow. just be like a source code problem or yeah. a compiler problem. Or we don't or a, care problem. Or we don't care problem, <laughs> yeah. They've got other fish to fry. So, yeah, literally, they're. The, but the cool thing was, is when they found out that it was going to happen, they put it and its DLC on sale for 90% off. I think I picked oh, both of them up for like three bucks. Nice. So, Good job. Yeah. Uh, you can also get Rebel Galaxy free with your first purchase, which and I got. It's I already own it, and it's heck of fun. Heck yeah, because heck of fun. I've got it on. Uh, What's a it heck was of fun? it was one of the PS like Plus games. I think it was one of the PS really? Plus games at one point. Yeah, I've got yeah. it on my uh, PS4. Yeah, uh, it's actually made Rebel Galaxy. I want to make sure I'm talking about the right game. It sounds real Star Wars, Ian. It's, it's not. It's not. It's, not. <laughs> uh, it's a, it, but it is a space game. It's a yeah. It is a, a swashbuckling space adventure. It's actually space uh, pirates. Probably. Probably. After the Celestial Booty? Yeah, the, a couple guys that made um, Torchlight 1 and Torchlight 2, um, I think actually one of the founders of the company, or both of the founders of the company, what? left um, Runic Games uh, and founded this new game studio, and that was their first game they put Oh, out. good for so, them. Yeah, they're actually local, too, in oh, Seattle. Oh, good for them. <laughs> so is Runic. Their new game looks great. Well, I'll have to look at that. Yes. Uh, Titanfall 2 Trial? Yeah. And you so, like big robos? Hell yeah. And little people. Yeah. <laughs> The cool thing about this trial, though, is that most times when they do free trials on games that are multiplayer, it's just you get a free trial of the multiplayer. So, oh, hey, you can go play Battlefield 1, just the multiplayer. And that's not my jam. Um, But this, actually, you can actually play two of the single-player missions, too. Oh, cool. Because Titanfall 2 had a single-player mode, unlike its predecessor. Yeah, Um, and this lasts through, I think, like the 20th, too. So you got to get on this one fast. You Uh, also get a good trial with the AX. So... Oh, yeah, they're doing a free trial of Origins I don't or EA Access. If you have EA Access, you can play the first. Oh, 10 minutes. Yeah, 10, yeah. But there's also, hours. as part of E3, hours? 10 hours. Yeah, 10 hours. 10 minutes would be dumb. Um, as part of E3, and I don't remember, we may have to talk about this on the next podcast, but there's some deal where they're giving away free trial of EA Origins, which is EA Access for PCs. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. But I don't remember the details. 
Well, cool. Uh, and then finally in the cheap free game section, uh, Battleborn is now essentially free to play. Yeah, so Battleborn is... Came out right about this time as Overwatch, and it looks almost identical. A little it, different art style, same kind of game. Yeah, exact same kind of game. And, and it, it got just got... Completely overshadowed. Oh, got eaten alive. Um, that sucks. So yeah. it was quickly on sale, um, physical copy-wise, yeah. at least. My brother um, bought it the other day for like... Five bucks, <laughs> six bucks at nice. Target. So yeah, and unfortunately, it's free now. I've well, it's a free. In. So yeah. I just clicked the PlayStation link. It's a free demo. It's still twenty nine dollars. So the well, demo is unlimited multiplayer with thirty characters rotating in and out. Right, yeah. and it's a thirty day. Demo. And so what the what the no, it's it's. It's indefinite. Like you can play this forever. Oh, real? Oh, yeah. And so what? They're what they're the the big theory is is that the head of the company that makes Battleborn that I cannot remember who it is offhand. Is that a Gearbox game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So the head of Gearbox very famously said, "Battleborn will never go free to play." <laughs> and so like, now it's free to play. And so no, no, it's but not it's free to play. Not. It's just an unlimited trial that runs forever. That's different than free to play. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but yeah. yes, it is 100% free to play. If you want all the characters, you can buy the $30 version. You'll get everything gotcha. um, unlocked. But besides that, yeah, it's free to play. Gotcha, but gotcha, that's gotcha. interesting because they say 30 characters will be unlocked at any one time. It's like, that's a lot of characters. It's a ton of characters. That means there's characters that are unlocked. Yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly how it works. So, I thought I'm it was not, five out of 30, but um, whatever. I've heard, though, that it's actually a really good game. Um, and there is a single player, too, that is not part of the free. So if you have the, the $30 version, you actually can play the single player, too. So, nice. But I've heard it's really good. It just got eaten alive <laughs> by the Blizzard behemoth. Yeah. So. I'm kind of glad because this is a game I was interested to play. But it's just, Same. Yeah. Cool. I just wasn't going to. And if I like it, sure, I'll give them 30 bucks yep. to unlock the full game if it's, if it's worth it. So. Yep. I hear you. All right. I, I, yeah, I'll say. <laughs> I don't know if I just had a stroke or what. <laughs> Adam hit 40 and all of a sudden his brain stopped working. Um, well, Time to wrap it up with our uh, weekly from, feature. From troll beneath corner. the depths of the bridge comes the troll. The digital bridge? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's built from ones and it's zeros. It's different than the bridge that Anthony Kiedis was under. It's very different. Oh, because that, that bridge, bridge was downtown. Yeah, and full of heroin. So, yeah. <laughs> um... Anyway, that's, so anyway, this week's real. troll corner go. I this is this is Cliff. Cliff? Yeah, yeah, this is me. So there, we actually have a double feature this week. Oh. Yeah, yeah, two troll corners. Yeah. Um. So when asked about Xbox uh, or even just backwards compatibility in general, uh, the head of PlayStation Europe, Jim Ryan, was quoted as saying, "We've dabbled with backwards compatibility. I can say it is one of those features that is much requested, but not actually used much. That and I was at a Gran Turismo event recently where they had a PS1, a PS2, a PS3, and PS4 games, and the PS1 and the PS2 games they looked ancient. Like anybody would play that. So." I don't think that he's necessarily wrong. Right. But for the head of PlayStation Europe to say that out loud when they're perfectly willing to sell you a copy of PS2 on Gran Turismo, they're perfectly willing for you to pay 20 bucks a month to subscribe to PlayStation Now so you can play old PS4 games. Like, this just seems super disingenuous. Um, old PS3 games. Yeah, yeah, sorry. PS3 yeah. games. Like, <laughs> um, but at the same time, too, like... I mean, Xbox just last week released their statistics of backwards compatibility on their stuff. 50% of people have played a backwards compatible game, and they've played half a billion hours of backwards compatible games. So, I mean, no, it is not, but that is literally only maybe 4 or 5% of time people actually spend playing games. Right, because so, no, what was the actual, because wasn't it like 2% of time spent it's playing? It's 2% of time spent on your Xbox, but it was, you. but people only spend like 60 
two percent of their time on an Xbox playing games. So right. it's so it's like a, some it's two percent. It's it's yeah. It's probably like four or five percent when you actually like math out the math. Okay. Um, I'm not going to math out the math. Don't so. math out the math. Yeah, but uh, but you know that people are legitimately <laughs> playing this. And when Xbox at E3 last week or this week, the um, announced backwards compatibility with original Xbox games, people were super super excited. So. To say, like, hey, this is something that no one cares about, and man, those games look like crap anyway, is such a, a true wacky statement. thing to say. It's, it's true, a true statement. but people want to play these games. I mean, I've got my PS2 hooked up because there's, you, like... You've got your PS1 hooked up. I don't have a PS1. Oh, I thought you had your PS1 hooked up. I have a PS2 up. and a PS3 and a PS4 and a PSVR and a PS4 Pro. And a, yeah. Anyway, um, I've got my PS2 hooked up simply because... Amplitude is mm-hmm. literally my favorite, like button mashy kind of game, or, or it's my favorite game of that mm-hmm. kind of whatever. And it was only on the PS2, and there's no other copy of it, yeah, yeah. no way to get another copy of it. That's the only reason I got my PS2 hooked yeah. up. And and I think the thing is, is I don't think I don't think this is something everybody wants. I don't think it's even something that everybody wants all the time. But to just like casually dismiss it, and and I think also to to casually dismiss it from the fact that like. They probably aren't capable of doing it. Like, part of it is that it's just not a possibility, probably, on the PlayStation. I mean, it's really hard to emulate some of those old systems because their architecture was so strange. Um, and so to throw it away is like, nobody wants that. When people, I mean, not everyone and not everyone all the time, but 500 million hours of game time is a lot of game time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mostly agree with him, but I do feel the way he said that was <laughs> definitely just wrong. Right. Um, if he would have just said, no, Sony wants to go in a direction where we focus on new games, and we just don't. We love these old games, but we just want to focus on the new. Like if you said that, great. Yeah, right. Like that's a great way to say it's it. It's such a strange and, statement. And there are certain games like no one is going to play an old Gran Turismo game because there's no reason to play an old Gran Turismo ra- racing game. game. Like new racing games, you're always going to play the one that looks yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. Like that is all that really matters in a racing game. But there's plenty um, of funneled platformers, plenty of just I mean amplitude, yeah. you know. It's it's it, and like I said it's not something you want to do all the time. I I can play SNES anytime I want. And I love the SNES, but it's not something I do all the time, but it's something I definitely crack open every once in a while and take a, you know, take yeah. a, a shot. How many at, times so. have I played the NES Classic? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ever? Two. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's the They're nostalgia facts. Yeah. The the idea that you can, but then they is sold, what's appealing. But they sold a hundred and thirty thousand of those, or hundred and fifty thousand of those, or a million of them. I don't yeah. remember what the number was, but they, they sold, sold a, a lot. crap ton of them. So obviously, people are willing to pay for yeah. the concept of backwards compatibility. Yeah. So well, I, I'm more interested in playing that those games yeah. than I am playing PlayStation Two games. Yeah. But um, but there probably are people that. That really are into certain like I mean for the Xbox announce it was it was Crimson Skies like Crimson Skies was an amazing game that just died nothing mm-hmm. never got any sequels never got anything and so there are legit people that want to play that game yeah so. there's definitely games out there um, I yeah. don't think I've actually played any backwards compatibility on uh, Xbox put, or anything I don't I, I like don't, the idea of it but. I yeah. actually there's so I don't many say games I, that it just doesn't happen. I don't want to say I played a ton, but I've played more uh, than the average. More than the average, yeah. I mean, I, I as recently as this week, I played. Well, I think, and like I think I said, I think it's more of the idea that you can, yeah, have it yeah. if you want it. Like I think a lot of people are 
are saying, yeah, I want backwards compatibility just based off of the fact that it's cool and yeah. if you want it, it's there. But, but and not plus a lot people of people have these huge game libraries that they legit want to be able to play. So and I think your... that's too, is like, I want to be able to pack up my Xbox 360, but at the same time, if I want to put one of those exactly. in my game, I want right. to be able to play well, it. So, and my thought is like, why not, instead of making it backwards compatibility for the last two decades, why not just always make the last generation backwards compatible with your current? Why can't yeah. you just kind of slowly yeah, move I mean, it the reality it's just hard. I mean, like, yeah. and that's the thing and about backwards fine. compatibility it, is it's difficult. That's fine. It's hard, but they are making way more money yeah. than God at yep. this point. Oh, yeah. So they can find a way to not change the architecture a thousand percent. Yep. Um, and I think going forward, that's going to happen. I think the, that now yeah. we're to the point where everyone's using like an x86 processor in their thing. It's it's way easier. So it's essentially just a computer. Um, one thing else that's cool about Sony, now correct me if I'm wrong, but Hotshot Golf is your jam, right? Mm-hmm. Did you know that there's a new one coming out this year? I did not. Yes, every, but it's called Everybody's Golf. Oh, is that? I just saw that and I was like, yeah. I wonder if Adam likes so this. Everybody's Golf. It was actually. Everybody's Golf was what Hotshot Golf was call, called in Japan and Europe. And they're just bringing that across the board, and it's called Everybody's Golf 7. It releases in August. I am very excited about you this. I am very, very excited. I need to pre-order this. Yeah. Adam will beat us all real bad. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought you'd be... You golf. just missed the beta, unfortunately. So What? But anyways, it's a, it's a PlayStation exclusive. So there's, there's something nice that PlayStation did for us. For me. For you. <laughs> no, I like golf. I, can, like, I, I hate real golf, but... <laughs> I want to play like, real golf. Video game golf, it's awesome. I live in the middle of, like... I live between two golf yeah, courses yeah. that are fairly frequently yeah. used by people. Real I, golf's horrible, though. I've never done it. It's, I want it's to. It's not fun at all. Let's go golf one time. Let's not. We'll be real bad. No, let's play... It's, let's, it's super fun. I hit a ball once when I was, like, 12. Instead, let's just go to Adam's house. We'll play everybody golfs. Yes. We <laughs> can do that. Um, and then, is there another... I, got, I have one more here. Please help me understand this. Okay. This is so we got we now know what the new Xbox is called. Yes, it's super creative Xbox name. Xbox One X, yeah. which kind of just made me giggle. And then Cliff was like, oh, and then like yeah, I'm, I, I'm okay I, with it. I really like I I don't mind the name, but Xbox One X, and it sounds great. Like you said, like Xbox One S, Xbox One S. Like it's just a good naming. It's simple. Yeah. The yeah. only like the only downside with that is, as someone pointed out to me earlier, they're like, I like I hear that, and all of a sudden I'm my mom when I was a kid at the store going like. Which one did they want? Xbox One S, One X. I they're, they're a little close. Yeah, and I think yeah. Adam made that. This same could point, be but. confusing, definitely. But um, I was just thinking about abbreviations. Yeah. Um, Xbox One X, the X B O X. Yeah, it's, it's clever. X, it's the Xbox. It's just I didn't the even Xbox. see that. Nobody, yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. And I don't know if it was on purpose. Um, yeah, whether it's on purpose or not, it's the Xbox. Yeah. So uh, we've actually come full circle and. Uh, can we, we call the, the like so everyone when the Xbox you know when it came out the Xbox One they call it the X Bone yeah. is this the X Bone X? It's either the X Bone X. You can we'll accept X Bone X Xbox yeah. Xbox One. I will X. say the X the Xbox One S now being be able to call it X Bones is pretty cool. And just, and for the people that if you're not catching up with us just because I know I need explanation sometimes Xbox One X it's X for the X and Xbox B for the B and box. box. O for one for one and then X, X so it spells it's Xbox. Xbox. What is that? An anagram? Uh, I don't know. It's been a long time uh, since I've. I'm taken just gonna go school. with abbreviation. Yeah. In this case. Anyway, I like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I kind of wish they named it the Scorpio. Like I was, I was actually, I really That's liked a cool that name. name. Like I, yeah. I don't think, I don't know why. The, 
I mean, why do they have to have these secret well, super there's names? Because there's Xbox that... S and then Xbox Scorpio. And I mean, that's the flip side to it too. Like, I, I actually kind of wish they named the the Xbox One S something different, so it could have just been the the Scorpio. And we call it the Xbox yeah. One S. But I don't know. I, the, the naming the naming system they chose for it. Yeah. I I think the X and the S are way too close. Yeah. And I I really do. And it's I was reading an article talking about how this is the smallest machine it's ever. So tiny. Like it's the smallest, you know, home yeah. console of the with this, but yeah. it's got the biggest amount of power. Yeah. So it's like, are people if they don't know what they're looking for, if they go in, are they going to be like, oh, there's the small one, I'll go it with that? Probably won't matter because, because the big you're, ones you're going to buy the box have... though, and it's not, it's not like I've seen them next to each other, and they're not, not that much. It's smaller. not like, oh my god, it's so tiny. It's like maybe a half inch. Really? Uh, yeah. Mm, are you pre-ordered yet? No, because you can't yet, but I will. Oh, okay. I will. The second <laughs> it happens, Amazon's going to send me an email, and I'm going to buy one. Oh, dear. Um, that'll be my third Xbox for those keeping track. Um, Gross. I'm probably going to buy a second PlayStation, too. Oh, my God. Well, I, I want to play Destiny, and my kid oh, wants yeah. to play Destiny, so we got to have two. You get one of those limited edition gold ones for $250. Oh, they are so ugly. They're so ugly. <laughs> Do it. Anyway. All right. Is uh, that it? I think that is it. Is there any more? Nope. No. I think Trolls they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. All right, Carlos. Uh, follow us on the social medias and on our website, bitemepodcast.com. All the socials are bitemepodcast, B-Y-T-E, me. Yeah, come hang out with us on Discord, too. We have some, we have fun. We, it's it's a it's a shockingly vibrant community. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we have people there talking literally all day. I went to bed last night at, like, I don't know, 10.30 our time, Pacific time, and there was still a bunch of people talking about PC games that were way later, like, they were all, like, Central and East Coast, so <laughs> I don't know when those guys sleep, but it is definitely yeah. not what I do. They've already woken up. Maybe that's it. I don't Probably. know. Yeah, but uh, it, there's a lot of fun. It's it's not a ton of people right now, but uh, everyone in there is super chill and super nice and just love video games. I so. have to turn my notifications off on that channel yeah, yeah. because it's so, like, there's so much going on because yeah. I'm in my studio recording stuff and editing and yeah. blah, 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 and, and my phone keeps bleep. buzzing and my computer keeps beeping and I feel bad because yeah. I forget that I turned those yeah. off and I'm like, well, I guess nobody's talking in the Discord and then I go in there, you've missed 157 new messages. Yep. Yeah, it's fun well, stuff. So I'll go back. Catch us on More social, often. catch us on Discord. It's a good time. Yep, okay. Bye. me. Bye. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. 
you know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify.